We are stoned and that's okay. So why don't you just stay? Sit back and listen. You don't know what you're missing. It's talking stone while getting sports. Welcome, fellow humans. You're listening to Talking Stone while getting sports with your host, Morgan and Austin. I believe this is episode 33. I could be wrong on that. But with my voice, how's it going, Austin? Uh, I'm doing good. I'm doing good. It is episode 33. Um, it is kind of nice to get to a point in this podcast where it's hard to keep track, which is kind of nice. It's like, hey, we've we've, uh, p- we've been putting in the work. Well, I to be honest, I didn't know what episode it was on the first one. So okay, I was well, doing a check. So um, <laughs> Yeah, I think one still. But anyways, how's it going? Yeah, it's going good. Uh, not really a whole lot's going on last week, at least personally. Um, there's a lot to talk about this week, and uh, fortunately, it's not good. Not all of it, no. But I, I have some nice things to talk about. I think too. So we'll, we'll, uh, we'll, we'll get through it. We'll get through it. Awesome. Well. I really don't have much going on. Um, I have a little bit of an update on the package that I'm going to be, that mystery, electronics mystery box that I mentioned. Yes. Last episode. It should be, it's supposed to be getting delivered on March 10th. Okay. Today is the 7th, so that's Wednesday. So far away. Me and Austin have talked a little bit, and we will probably. I'm going to try and tape it, and we will post on some of our social media, which in a bit here we'll do plugs. But um, yeah, so that'll be interesting. I've never done anything like this before, so something new i figure what the hell and hopefully some of you guys check it out but speaking of plugs might as well get right to it and you can tweet at me at caption morgan 2 you can also tweet the main show which austin does run that twitter and that's at podstone and I think Austin has some plugs for you. Yeah, you got me at, uh, you can tweet me uh, at FitzG Fitzgerald, and then on Instagram, it's TSWGS pod, uh, Talking Stone Will Getting Sports pod. Um, every link, so on the to- the official Twitter, the Instagram, and my Twitter, uh, there's a link where it takes you to our podcast uh, and all the various other places where we're at. Um, the Instagram, not a lot on there right now. There was a picture of a boot in honor of last episode. And, um, our first ad, our first ad, our first sponsor. And that was really cool. So, um, I think too, for this week, uh, when we do get to the sponsor, um, 
because it, it, we we got a different sponsor this week, and I'm really excited to uh, to talk about that. But we will get to that later. Um, what? Uh, but yeah, so that's uh, that's where you can find us, and uh, I think let's uh, let's get to it. Yeah, just one more quick thing. Like I mentioned, that video from I'll be making one way or another. I believe we will be posting that on the Instagram. Um, we will let you guys know if anyone's out there listening um, to go check it out. So if you're curious of what's inside of it, there'll be that, and we'll probably put out an audio version of kind of just like a bonus little part on our podcast here. A little special so, something for our uh, for our uh, fellow humans. Yeah, but on that note, since clearly, if you guys have listened from the start, you guys know that all the time we do not miss talking about some good curling. That's true. Every single show we've ever done, we've talked about curling. But, or maybe just the past two, but who's really counting? If you don't, it, you know what? I just said it with authority, and that means it's true. All right, yeah, you gotta, you gotta go with the thirty. You gotta believe it. But we're talking about curling once again, of course, and we got the Tim Hortons Briar this time. So this is basically the men's competition, and there's kind of one really particular reason why I decided to bring this up again. I will be going through the standings as they sit right now. Um, but this is kind of just my stone brain thinking, but I just kind of thought it was funny and interesting that when we're talking about the Scottish Tournament of Hearts, everyone, the universal way to call it is just the Scotties. That's how you hear it from. That's how I've always heard it. Mm-hmm. I've never ever heard that Tim Hortons Briar be called the Tim Horton. No. <laughs> so, so I wonder why one. Like, sure, you can't call it the the Scotties Tournament of Hearts. It's kind of a little bit of a mouthful, but. I don't know. That's probably just me being stoned. Well, I, I think it might be, yeah. With this agenda, but a stiff brush that came from my brain. And this what keeps me up at night. So Okay, well, that's uh <laughs> we've we've learned something today about you. But something that I also wrote down when I stoned, but makes a little bit more sense is standings. Is Really, not much to talk about at this point. They're still going through the um, kind of like the round robin type deal. Yeah. But pool A, we just got some teams. We got pool <laughs> <laughs> cool B, we got some other teams. And that's it. All right. Moving that's on. basically curling. Yeah. <laughs> no, but pool A, we got, we really haven't 
none of the teams really have played many games. But we got Manitoba 2-0, New Brunswick 2-0, Wildcard 3, it's a mystery, at 1-0, Alberta 1-1, North Ontario 1-1, Wildcard 1, 1-1, <laughs> British Columbia 0-1-1, Northwest oh. Territories. Zero and two, and Yukon zero and two. That's pool A. So for Mr. Austin out there, your BC is down there a little bit. This is the men's. Um, Why do you think I like the BC curling team? I'm still a Saskatchewan boy. I'm just saying, maybe you're starting to shift over. No, 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 no. Um, but pool B. Wild card two. I'm not sure exactly what this wild card is. Maybe they're just picking, closing their eyes, staying around, picking around people on the street. Probably. Um, slim pickings in a pandemic. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah. But they picked some good people on this team because they're three and zero. Team Canada, which I mentioned last episode, and it works the same in the men's. Team Canada is just the team that won last year. So they're 2-0. and Ontario is 2-1. and Quebec is 2-1. and And Saskatchewan is also 2-1. and Okay, and, uh, the close, close series, or round robin. Except for we've got four more teams, and it's Nova Scotia at 1-2. Prince Edward, Edward Ireland at 0-2. Same with Nunavut and Newfoundland are all also at the one too. So all right, well never mind. Like two or three games, this is determining who goes moves on to the semifinals and all that deal. Yeah. So, I guess go team Saskatchewan. I don't have this big connection to the men's curling as I do with female. Um I'm not sure if you do or if you have anything you want to uh well yeah, my dad is the skip. Oh like on a team or he just skips everywhere he walks. Uh no, it's definitely not the case. <laughs> okay. So what you're telling me is you really don't have much much to add. I have zero connection to curling, uh at least with my family. But we're the famous curling pod, and we, we gotta have some. Well, that is true. We are known for our curling takes. Like it's hockey insider, football insider. I thought you were also curling insider. I am. You just my dad just wasn't. On, <laughs> you're just on break right now. I get it. Exactly. So, uh, yeah, that's basically where we're at. All right. Well, let's. Let's move on to uh, some basketball here, because as we speak, we got the All-Star game going on right now. I have it recorded. Um, I've already watched some of the three-point competition. Um, That Stephon Curry guy, holy crap, can you put down three points? Just one after another. It's insane. But Bonkers. there was also a few changes, again, for the All-Star game. 
and that's go with the starting lineup. And since if you guys listen to any of the episodes where I said names, I'm great at it. So I figured Austin needs some practice. That's true. I do. So might as well let him show me how how it's done. And give, maybe maybe I can, even though I'm so good at it, maybe <laughs> I can take a few tips from his how he yeah. So how he said words. <laughs> so uh, am I? Do you want me just to go through the whole teams, both teams? Yeah, I was just thinking just the starters of the team Durant and team yeah. LeBron there. Okay, well, hold on. And the as well. <laughs> Bless you. <laughs> Bless you twice. All right, we're good. Let's go. <laughs> team Durant, we got Bradley Beal from the Wizards, Kyrie Irving from the Nets, uh, Kawhi Leonard from the Clippers, Miss Kawhi up in Toronto, definitely. Mm-hmm. Uh, we got Jason Tatum from the Celtics, and then Zion Will- Williamson is actually replacing Joel Embiid. Uh, I guess Joel Embiid, for some reason, is not playing. I don't know if it's an injury or whatnot. But anyway, Zion Williamson becomes the fourth youngest uh, player to be an all-star on the first team, so that's cool. Yeah, he is – that Joel guy, he is a little nicked up and – how the reason why the Zeon guy, how he got picked is based on uh, like the rules is if if the draft happens, which it has, then the coach of the team gets to pick from a pool of reserve players. Yeah. And so this is where this guy comes from just for people that weren't aware. Fair. I honestly wasn't until recently so um so yeah so that was team durant uh with zion being added at the end there and uh team lebron we got stephen curry we as the we already mentioned the three-pointer king uh we got luka Doncic. Doncic it's a rough name uh he's on the mavericks uh, of course wow, you're it. <laughs> of course we got lebron james from the lakers he's the team captain uh giannis anton Acumpino. And and two, fuck man, I uh, you know, I wish I was as good as you at names because I know you could get it, but I'm gonna keep trying. Giannis Antetokounmpo. This is the reason why I give you the names. Um, just go with the first name. We'll just move on. Okay, cool. So he plays for the Bucks. He's fantastic. I think there's a reason everyone calls him Giannis. Hmm. <laughs> and then we got Nikola Jokic, Jokic uh, from the Nuggets. So some pretty solid teams for sure. Um, yeah, hell yeah. And I'm not gonna lie, I really haven't seen the back of their jerseys too often. But I'm just picturing. I I looked at these names. They're not short. <laughs> not at all. They they might go start the back left shoulder and wrap around. Yeah, but these are also really big humans. That's true. They can go diagonally then. That's true. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. Um, No, they just squish the letters together. It looks terrible. Anyway. I really don't have anything to add. I know I'm going to definitely go back. 
as soon as we're done recording this, is priorities. Um, I'm going to go watch a different recording of the basketball all-star game. And especially, I love the slam dunk competition. I'm not sure if you really watch the all-star stuff too much or not, but. I haven't yet, but I'm definitely going to check out some highlights for sure. I always, I've always loved the slam, uh, slam dunk competition because some of the crazy shit that they can pull off is always entertaining to watch ever since like do you remember back in the day like vince carter at the dunk comp dunk competition i remember didn't he jump over a mannequin or something something or like that he did, <laughs> but he won like i think a whole shitload of dunk competitions like he was fantastic um but yeah, I've 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 always liked that. Well, it goes with like on the hockey side of things, watching like just the shootout competition, whereas you'd see all, especially back in the day, you'd see Ovechkin with like the hat on, <laughs> the two hockey sticks and crap like that. But the, I think he wore or someone wore a cape one year. Yeah, um, I just love how great creative athletes can get in general and just put it into their craft as well. Totally. So, uh, yeah, I'll definitely be checking out some highlights and some, uh, some video of that for sure. But I didn't mention this at the top and I don't know if you can stop me if you have anything else sad in basketball. Uh, I'm not going to stop you only, but only to say you guys, I don't think you're ready for this. But um, we're not doing the toke or joke segment like we normally do. I switched it up a little bit. We'll probably, in the future, we'll probably come back to that segment. So I love yeah. doing it. For now, it's taking a break. Um, if you guys don't like that, you can definitely let us know. Um, and we Please. can definitely make some adjustments for sure. But uh, we just, we figured, well, Morgan had a great <laughs> idea. and. Uh, and we kind of bounce back and forth, and I think it's it's a good concept. So we're going to try it out. And, yeah, see how it goes. All right, so the title we're rolling with on this off the start is Stoned Fact Fiction. Um, so basically, how it's going to go down, I really haven't pulled off in that much, but I came up, or I have three... Facts or fictions written down. Um, I'm keep since this is the first time we were doing this. I'm keeping it a little simple, so it's all hockey related to try and give us the best chance here. I am the hockey insider, so I appreciate that. So basically, what I am doing is putting down, yeah, some facts or fictions, um, and then I'll ask. I'll read them out and I'll ask Austin if it's basically true or false. If he gets it right, if he doesn't think, if he thinks it's a real fact or if he thinks I made it up, and if he guesses correctly, then he doesn't have to take the hoop. But then if he's wrong, I'm just basically trying to get him really fucked up. And this is what we're going with. So, Basically, yeah. 
I think it should be pretty simple. I'm just going to go right to it and you'll catch on pretty quick here. So will anyone listening, sure. All right. So right off the bat, we got the most goalies used in a single season is seven, which is tied with three teams, LA Kings, St. Louis Blues, and Quebec Nordiques. Is that true or false? And maybe you can give us a little bit of reasoning behind of why you're picking. Okay, Pick so it's, it's happened three times, and you said what, the Kings? Kings, St. Louis Blues, Quebec, Nordiques. And it's, they've all played seven goalies in a season. Damn. Um, I mean, with injuries and shit, like all kinds of shit can happen, right? Especially like this year, we've seen weird waivers shit with goalies. And I mean, um, obviously there wasn't coronavirus before this season or last season, whatever. Anyway, so, uh, (laughs) I think, I think this is a fact. I'm going with fact. All right. Well, you keep that bowl pack because it is true. The LA, Kings, the LA Kings is the most recent team, and that was in 2007. Oh, wow. It's been a while. All right. Moving on. I really hope I stump you on one of these here. Largest differential between goals and assists when player has more goals is 41. The player had 86 goals to 45 assists. True or false? Like you said, very simple concept. Can I, so, can I get an extra point if I can guess the player? Sure, I'm not sure what the extra point gets you. It doesn't get me anything. I just want an extra point. I hate. So, yes, it is fact, and it was Brett Hall. All right. I didn't stump you on that one. Um, there's a reason why I didn't put the player's name. Like I said, this is pretty easy. But in moving on, this is the final one. Was I right on Brett Hall? Was it Brett Hall? Oh, yes, sir. You were right on Brett Hall. Um, you get the extra point. You're a genius. Excellent. Okay. Good, good, good. <laughs> Just wanted to confirm that. <laughs> Perfect. I don't blame you. <laughs> All right. In Montreal, Quebec, the first indoor hockey game was played March 3rd, 1902. Montreal, first indoor game? First indoor game. But that's not, it's not professional though, right? Like, does it say no, anything about that? It's just, just indoor game. Indoor hockey game. Um, nineteen or two. I'm gonna. So I'm gonna. So I think you might get me with this one. Um, I'm gonna go. Uh, I'm gonna go false. I'm gonna go fiction. Well, it is fiction. <gasps> I tried to dump you on that one. The Real year is actually, I was 
very surprised by this, is March 3rd, 1875. Yeah, see, that was my thinking, right? Because it was 1902, and I was like, I don't think that could be the first indoor game. Yeah, I figured if you were going to get it, it'd probably be because that's just... So, you know what I think that extra point means? That extra point means I'm just going to take a hoot just for the fu- fuck of it. Yeah, I really I really think think so. And I might change some of the rules for uh, the next game, but that's what we're going with. Okay, that's well, fair. That's our first file on that. If you guys thought it sucked, then whatever. Let, let us know. Let us know something. Please um, talk to us. We're lonely. <laughs> and I'm not sure about Austin, but I think this seems like a perfect place for us to take a, our advertisement break. You know what? I think you are correct with that. You know, uh, it was such an honor uh, getting our first sponsorship last week. And, um, you know, the thing about once you get one sponsor, other sponsors get interested, right? Because they're like, well, obviously there's an opportunity to make money. And because we have such a large fan base, we're getting some pretty big products. Uh, so stay tuned for sure. But for this week, uh, this is a special one, okay? So when you think, you know, you think the American dream, you think even the Canadian dream, uh, what's the stereotype, right? It's the nice house. It's the, it's the, um, security of living in a nice area. And it's the, uh, white picket fence, the white picket fence. You said it best there, buddy. So what's the best part about a fence? There's so many parts that are great about a fence. Um, they keep bad things out. They keep good things in. And I think, I think that's a great thing. I've, I've grown up around fences. I've known people with fences most of my life and they're pretty happy people. So what I'm trying to say basically is that fences will make you happy. Um, so yeah, this week, uh, the episode is brought to you by fences. Um, next, next time you're, uh, you think your life is missing something, build a fence. It's also a great way to keep some great privacy from if you want to sit in your backyard to have a nice good old bong rip going on. And It's true. Who doesn't love a good fence? It also keeps people out if they want to go into your nice yard to have that nice bong rip. So everyone out there, fence it up. No, that's not Morgan. Come on, that's not the slogan. That's it's. Come on. Sorry, I didn't get the script. We can't. I. I'm sorry. Okay, but we can't piss off the fence. We can't piss off big fence. Okay, because if the fence companies won't sponsor us, then we're out. It is true. We're all about the fence game. Yeah. Well. So. I'm sorry I messed up the ad. That's all right. We can, we can, we'll make up for it next week. Uh, so what do we got going on next? <laughs> well, now that we're back from break there, 
Um, um, hopefully, you guys didn't skip through that ad, but we got. I really um, hope you didn't skip the ad, especially for the fact that the ad had in it the part that we're going back to the regular program. So, and that regular program, unfortunately, is not the greatest news. Um, I just woke up. I it was Thursday. Um, I woke up, checked my phone for any type of sport news, all this stuff, and unfortunately, it came across the passing of a great offensive lineman, a great TSN media host, personnel, however you want to uh, name it. But Chris Schultz passes away at the age of 61. Unfortunately, it was heart attack. Um, yeah, he's a big man. That's kind of like his nickname. I always heard it on TSN all the time. It's his six foot seven, three hundred ten pounds. Um, so, but he did great things. Like one of my things that I remember watching on TSN when I was watching CFL games all the time is he was the face of the proletar tackle for hunger, and how that worked is whenever a quarterback got sacked. Perlator would donate that quarterback's weight in food. And he always made sure to push that out. Um, he's a great personality on the PSN panel uh, with people like Milt Stegall, Dwayne Ford, a bunch of these guys. And age 61, he definitely gone way too soon. Um, do you have anything you want to say about Chris Schultz? I'm sure you've seen him on TSM once in a while. Oh yeah, no, I, uh, I Chris Schultz is 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 CFL in Canada. You know he. He did play a couple of years in the NFL, uh, but he came back to the CFL and played great. He, he's he's a big man, but he's got an even bigger heart. Like he always, he always brought such an energy to the screen. Uh, he always, there was never a moment where I was watching Chris Schultz on screen and I thought he's not enjoying this. You know he. He just, he, he, everything he did, he did 110%. Um, and it's such, it's such a loss for, for sports in this country, for the CFL specifically, and for the fans, of course, his family, of course, his family, but it's, it's a big loss. He's, uh, he was such a regular fixture on the CFL. Uh, on TSN broadcasts, right? And it's uh, mm-hmm. I'll always miss I'll miss that energy. Uh, and 
I, I've been watching a lot of the older clips of him, and he was he's so funny. He's so funny, and I appreciate that. So, yeah, no, he'll be missed. He's, uh, but he he lived a good life in the time that he did have, I think, and uh, I think that's the most important part. Yeah, and like one of the stories I read, like obviously, I don't know if you've ever met him, but I know I never have. No, nope. <laughs> but excuse me. Um, one of the stories I read is people always had to prepare themselves for when they go to shake his hand because it's just all very powerful and just meaningful and all that good stuff and just he wasn't doing it apparently he wasn't doing it in a way like showing him he's like the top dog or whatever is just... no 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 just the hardy just he just cared about people but yeah i'm sure we'll be uh analyzing all the football players wherever he wherever he is right now so yeah um, all, the, all the best all the best to his family and uh we lost we lost a legend exactly and unfortunately, on that note, um, I'm going to let Austin take a little bit over on this next part. Because we did lose another legend all in the same week. And yeah, I'll, I'll just let Austin away here i'm sure he would love to so yeah so like you said we we lost two legends um walter gretzky he uh um for those of you who somehow don't know uh father of wayne gretzky um considered to be probably one of the nicest human beings uh ever he's such a just giving and caring man he it wouldn't matter who you were. If he found out you were a fan of Wayne or whatever, he would literally like the stories I've heard. He would literally invite you into his home and it, Wayne's childhood home and look at like cool memorabilia from through the years. Like he was such a, he just wanted, or it, it, he was so, uh, he had such gratitude for fans um, and he made everyone feel special. He, he, he's not even, he, I think transcended, he went past, uh, being just Wayne's dad and being just this example of a human being. Um, and he was 82, uh, I think, and I think that's a, that's a life well lived. I think, um, the Very amount he was able, pardon? I just said very much so. Yeah, I think he was able to accomplish a lot. He was able to uh, touch and change so many lives. And uh, again, it's hard, you know, losing a legend. doesn't matter how old, how young. It's hard. It's hard. But uh, the amount of positive messages I've seen online uh, from numerous people who have met him, I unfortunately never got a chance to. But... um, from what I've heard, he was just 
he was what we should strive to be. Yeah, definitely. Like he was also considered Canada's hockey dad. So that yeah. just tells you right there the type of person he he was. And uh one of the panelists is mentioning that it would be a really cool idea to put up like a um a replica of his basement of his home that he used to live in and stuff and bring some of Wayne Gretzky's memorabilia and put it up in like exact replica of the basement where apparently a bunch of kids and people buses of people will come in and get to see basically his entire setup and there was sorry I just one more story came to mind oh, um, there was definitely more than one time where people would drive up to the house run up to the lawn and like dig up a patch of grass to be like hey this is the grass from Wayne Gretzky's house like that's how it that's how huge Wayne's name and the Gretzky name is um so the fact I I don't think we'll ever be to the point of people will steal our grass no. Uh, <laughs> well, that, that yeah. hotel the most famous backyard in hockey, well, at least Canadian hockey history, because that's the backyard that has the backyard rink that little Wayne Gretzky go to practice on. Yeah, exactly. Probably so it's, day in, uh, day so. yeah, it's another huge loss, but like we said, life well lived and I think the important thing that everyone's kind of been doing is it's more of a celebration rather than uh, mourning and being sad about it. It's more of a positive, like, look at the good stuff, you know? Yeah. Uh, Now, speaking of good stuff, uh, I know you normally do the schedule, and this is a great segue because... Mm-hmm. <laughs> the Calgary Flames <laughs> have uh, fired their head coach. Uh, so I, I got some uh, technical difficulties. Uh, we're we're going to have to cut this short. We we have to end it right there. I'm 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 sorry. No. Um, <laughs> uh, I I'm kind of I'm kind of torn on this. Um, because if I'm being honest, like. Jeff Ward. Well, I guess what what we're talking about, I should back up a little bit, is Jeff Ward gets fired. Daryl Sutter is back in. If you guys if you guys pay attention to Calgary Flames at all, um, he was part of the Flames organization from Oh, what year was it? I have it here. Um, well, it was in 2002 and 2006. He was the coach and the GM for 2013 to 2016. Um, anyways, and he was also... In that time frame, in 2004, was the year where Calgary 
almost won the Stanley Cup because they went all the way to Game 7 like season and they honestly should have won that game. But he did end up winning the Cup twice with L.A. 2012 and 2014. Um, and that was... Well, he was there from 2011 to 2017. So, I don't really know what to think about this sudden coaching change. And when I mean sudden, it was right after the Flames won 7-3. to I've never seen a coaching change happen after a huge win like that. Maybe Austin has, but in my memory, I... I've had to see one until now. Um, but in the short time that Jeff Ward was here, it was not that long. Um, he was basically a 500 coach. So, I mean, going to change it. They're inconsistent, that's for sure. Unfortunately, this is the fourth head coach in five years. So, there's that. Um, yeah, Gerald Sutter, he gets here on Monday. Um, I, I'm i still kind of lost for words. I was kind of talking to a buddy about it, and I kind of wasn't the biggest fan with this move in the past. But I'm kind of starting to grow on it a little bit because – he might be a little rough around the edges at points and a little old school, but I think that might be what the younger Flames need. They need some type of kick in the butt. But what's your opinion on Daryl Sutter coming back to Calgary and just coaching the NHL in general? Well, I think he's uh, he's definitely had some success for sure. Uh, not tons of success in Calgary, to be fair. Although he did get to the Stanley Cup, like we talked about, you know, he got mm-hmm. to Game Seven for sure. But unfortunately, nobody remembers the people who got to Game Seven. No, but also right. unfortunately, this isn't um, something to be really that happy about. That is the biggest um, and only playoff success really that the Flames had. Since 86, so. Right. So, I mean, hopefully it's it's the kick in the ass that the Flames need. I know I've heard a little bit about, a little bit of infighting, I guess, something about Kachuk being told not to play a certain way or something. I don't know if there's any truth to that, but I know I that he did. I haven't heard anything about that. I know last game, well, last night when he played against the Oilers, he had a, a fight and seven hits. Oh, shit. I'd say that's Kachuk hockey. Yeah. And that's kind of right up Daryl Sutter's alley. He's kind of like a play hard or go home type guy. Yeah. So, so you know what? I think I think it could be good. I think, uh, obviously, as a Canucks fan, I'm not super happy about anything that could make the Flames better. But um, I think if the, you know, sometimes it helps. Uh, coach change can make all the difference. But, yeah, he still has to go through the COVID protocol, so he's not here till Monday. Right. They play today, they play again. Well, they're playing right now. I'm recording that as well. 
but um, the loss to Edmonton 3-2, so that was unfortunate, but it was a lot better game than because what um, Brad Laker GM has been saying is teams don't always have a A game, but you can also have a really good B game, but what the Flames have is they have a really good A game, but then they have a D game. Right. So that's where the inconsistency comes into play. When they're good, they're very, very good. When they're bad, mm-hmm. they're terrible. Yep. So trying to smooth that out a little bit. I won't complain. I mean, when, when Daryl won the cup with LA, didn't he come in partway through that season as well? I believe so, time? yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, I mean, hopefully, but um, yeah, let, you want to get to some wacky news? Some weird news? <laughs> yeah. Also, not that surprising with what's been going on in the past year and a bit here. I mean, fair. Um, But people have to move while they're in San Jose, apparently, staying in a hotel because that's what happens when you go, the hotel goes bankrupt. Yeah, I've never stayed in a hotel and have it go bankrupt while I was in it. No, no. Usually they're getting income that way. Usually, yeah. (laughs) But the team we're talking about is Vegas Golden Knights, and they're on the road in San Jose. They had to move hotels. I believe the hotel is Daymont, or however you say it. Um. Yeah, there really isn't much to say. I just came across this, and we like weird news, so I figured, what the fuck? Yeah, this is a wacky one. I feel bad for the Golden Knights having to um, move during a series or whatever, or like a back-to-back whatever, but uh, it's rough. Uh, It is another sign of COVID, right? So hotels especially have been hit hard because people aren't traveling, right? So, Mm -hmm. Although I did find it funny... um, so Nick Holden, he's a defenseman on the Knights, uh, kind of joked around when he was talking with the media and um, talking about uh, Ryan Reeves and Alex Tuck uh, probably took the longest to pack because they bring their uh, Xboxes with them. Mm-hmm. And I thought that was funny. Um, but yeah, anyway, it's just kind of silly, but also unfortunate, but also it is what it is. Um, yeah. <laughs> Well, now I'm kind of curious. Are you a long packer or short packer? Am I a? Oh, um, I'm pretty. I'm pretty efficient. I don't pack tons. No, I would probably, especially if I'm on the road, can't really, you know, visit with your other teammates and stuff. I would definitely have my gaming system there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I'd be in the NHL, so I'd have some money. So I'd probably have the best I could get as well. And yeah, so I would, I have probably a duffel bag just full of like electronic stuff. To be honest here. Yeah. One duffel bag is electronics. The other one's like a couple suits. Yeah. Just one small little grocery bag for my clothes. Oh my God. A grocery bag. <laughs> Fucking making like whatever millions of year, dollars a year. It's like shows up with a Safeway bag. <laughs> Would that surprise you? No, not at all. You watching 
I can okay, so you know how sometimes they'll take pictures of them like walking in uh all dressed up. Mm-hmm. So I could just picture like a line of like nice suits, tailored suits, and then you in your pajamas. Yeah, it'd be tailored pajamas, so you'd be playing for an NHL team, but you'd still have a rider's hoodie on or buddy hug. Yeah, but oh, yeah, that's that's fair. <laughs> <laughs> Am I wrong? No, you're not wrong. I'm wearing one right now. <laughs> but um, enough of your fa- fashion sense. We got something else, and I'm going to hopefully let you talk about this a little bit because I kind of have a whole lot speaking to me. So, and so, what do you think of the sudden? Um. Of retirement, I guess, of Brent Seabrook from where do you play for the Blackhawks? Yeah, uh, so Brent Seabrook, he's he's an interesting guy, uh, and I'll get into that a little bit. But um, he played 15 seasons with Chicago, which that alone, that in itself, is impressive. And he was also on the team for their three Stanley Cups in recent history. So. I to, uh, Pardon? I said I was not a fan of those years. <laughs> no, me neither. So, usually the Blackhawks had to get to the Canucks or the Flames or whatever, and it was just bad. Anyway, so Brent Seabrook, he was a dominant defenseman for a decent amount of time, but unfortunately, uh, he injuries definitely slowed him down throughout the latter half of his career. And I would say for the last few years, he hasn't quite been himself. Um, I think finally this last injury was just enough for him to be like, okay, I think I'm done. Um, and so I said, it's a little bit strange with Seabrook. Cause I think I, there's an argument to be made that he could make the hall of fame played over 15 years, won the cup three times. However, he never won any individual awards. So never a defenseman of the year, anything like that. And, uh, you know, he, again, very, very good. But I think instead of the Hall of Fame, he just, he ends up in the Hall of Very Good. You just so, start making that Hall. Yeah, well, hall I actually, I stole that from another podcast I listened to, I'll be honest. But I think it's a great thing to be like, <laughs> was very, very good, but do they deserve the Hall of Fame? Yeah, I mean, if he does get in, I can see the argument. Um, totally. I don't, I don't think he gets on, in on first ballot. I don't think so. Um, so I guess time will tell. Regardless, 15 seasons with one team, that's – you don't see that nowadays. Um, it's pretty rare. Like – Especially with the salary cap. Yeah, with the salary cap and people just want to experience different things in life more more now as well. I feel like different places, you know, NHL players are getting in there, starting their career so young. They can sign a six-year contract and still be 26, but it's, it's expired, so why not try different cities? Totally. 
but I don't have anything else to uh, add here. I know Austin mentioned he might have some things. I don't know if we have time for it or not, but that's up to him. But uh, yeah, I'll just I'll squeak it in here. So I just wanted to quickly mention and talk about. Um, <laughs> The Vancouver Canucks have beat the Toronto Maple Leafs two games in a row. Um, that is the first time this season that the Leafs have lost two games in a row. So the Leafs are obviously top of the North Division, and the Canucks are almost the last place team. However, Canucks beat them twice in a row. So I just wanted to say, after the Leafs were all cocky about beating Connor McDavid and Dreisaitl three times, they lost to us, so basically the Leafs suck. The Canucks win. They're gonna win the cup, and uh, yeah. Um. Yeah, I, I honestly was kind of shocked that they did hold McDavid and Drysdale to, or at least I didn't know McDavid for zero points for the, all three games. Drysdale only had one point, so the fact that those two combined had one point in three games—that's ridiculous. Don't worry, McDavid got three last night, so he made up for it. Oh, yeah, of course. It's McDavid. What do you think? <laughs> so he's he's never had four pointless games in a row ever, so. No. But, yeah, so that was – I just want to add that tidbit on there that even though they shut down McDavid, they couldn't shut down Niels Hoaglander. So you're – I thought the same was save the best for last, but apparently it's save the worst for last. But well, that's just like your opinion. Good thing we still have my voice because I wasn't going to do the stoner statement, but after talking about Canucks, I got you. So we wow. got curling. God, a good get the drop in the house. You got basketball. Dunk that shit. Um, you got football. Condolences to Chris Schultz. And hockey, condolences to Walter Gretzky. Everyone out there, stay stoned. <laughs>